Hello and welcome to Word Equals Faith. This is your host, Jose Reynaldo Torres. Welcome, folks, welcome. It's unbelievable. Uh, this is the uh, last month of 2022 before we uh, welcome in the, the new year, 2023. Uh, but before we even go uh, down that path, I just wanted to Welcome those that are here for the first time and uh, obviously those that are continuously supporting the uh, show, Word Equals Faith. Thank you for for joining and thank you for uh, just listening and, and all the love and support that you've given me throughout the uh, past two seasons. So uh, without further ado, uh, today's message is the gift that keeps on giving season two. And what I like to do is um, just recap every every year, end it off as uh, the gift that keeps on giving. And uh, we're just going to go ahead and increment them, uh, see how many we can increment them. But um, the most important thing of this message is the, that we walk away a lot smarter knowing, knowing what this season is truly all about. I mean, last season I did it on the road as I'm, I was going to New York and... Um, I thought I would do the same thing this year, which uh, I am going to New York anyway, uh, just to uh, pick up my wife and obviously uh, spend some time with family and friends and, and celebrate the gift that keeps on giving. I know uh, a lot of us uh, just uh, sometimes get caught up in the, in the gift swapping and, you know, shopping online and looking for all these gifts sometimes we don't know what to get to that that person right that we love or that person that we cherish uh it's it's, it's tough it's some challenging times and it can become a little stressful so for me I, I like to go ahead and tailor these messages to just bring you back a little bit from that stress and sort of bring you back into um chill mode and knowing that this gift this season is truly about the gift that keeps on giving it's it's about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And this is what Christmas is all about, celebrating that gift. Uh, mind you, uh, Jesus born in uh, Bethlehem. And, you know, for him, there was there was no room at the inn. Meaning that uh, Jesus was not going to be born in a hospital like some of us uh, were or in a home. Uh, you know, back in their times, it would, it would be... Uh, a home, right? And they would do it that way. But for Jesus, it's, it was a different thing. It was a different thing. It was a different time. It was a different uh, circumstances that he was facing in his family. And on his journey, his mom went into labor as they journeyed. And sure enough, there was no room at the end. So Jesus had to be born in a stable with the animals. And it's amazing how he's put in a manger. Now we talk about the manger a little bit. The manger is uh, what we, or what in Jesus' time, was used to feed the cattle, sheep, the the goats, the um, the animals that were there in the in the shed. You know, this is how they would uh, feed the animals. And Jesus is put there as a crib which symbolizes what he truly was going to be for us. He was going to be that that 
food that comes from heaven, that bread of life that comes from heaven, where we will celebrate and receive eternal life, eternal life through that gift of salvation that Jesus gives. He himself will become that meal. And being in that manger says it all. It's almost like being served on a silver platter, right? It's almost like the main course on that platter. And that's what Jesus symbolizes, his body. His body symbolizes eating his, eating the bread of life and drinking the drink of life, right? We, we get a, a taste fat when we fast forward as Jesus is uh, celebrating that Passover meal and he gives himself up. He says, my body is true food. It is living. It is living bread. It is that bread of life. It is the meal. It is what Jesus is going to represent for us on the cross by him giving up his body and blood for our salvation, for the remission of sins, so that we wouldn't have no sins. All we have to do is repent from our wicked ways, whatever they they are. You know, this is where we fill in the blank. We've, we've all committed sins against God. We've all disobeyed him. And that's what makes it the sin. That's a disobedience. But Jesus steps in for us and for all that would receive this gift of eternal life. By Jesus giving up his body on that cross and spilling his blood for us on that cross. is what sin atonement is really all about. It's our cleansing. It's our remission. It is the reason why we can be forgiven of all our trespasses. It doesn't matter what it is. A lot of us, you know, don't come to Christ because we think that, or we believe that we have done such horrible things that the Lord will never, never be able to forgive us. And that's because we can't seem to find a way to forgive ourselves. And that's what repentance is truly all about. Us digging in, taking accountability for whatever it is that we have done. Stepping up and taking accountability for it and bringing it up to the Lord's attention and saying, Lord, I have trespassed against you to you for you have told us not to do these things and I have disobeyed you. And that's what makes it a sin. But today I'm going to repent from those sins. That means I'm going to stop. I'm going to have that, that shame in my heart. And I'm going to reach out to you and put it on that cross with Jesus. And allow Jesus, that gift that keeps on giving, to go ahead and cleanse me completely through his precious blood. As he takes my sins to the, as he took my sins to the grave. And his resurrection allows me to be a new creature. And that blood is my payment. Payment for that sin, which I am indebted for if it wasn't for Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. So we thank you, Father God, for giving us that precious gift. This is what we're celebrating on Christmas. This is what it is such a powerful, powerful celebration. And I know we have traditions, you know, we're going, even New York goes out and buys the biggest tree and displays it in Rockefeller Center, and the festivities are amazing, right? Uh, a lot of folks are drinking hot cocoa as they uh, <clears throat> skate around the ring, and uh, 
celebrating the surroundings are decorated with lights and all these uh different ornaments and things of that nature which put the city very beautiful this is one of the most beautiful times of the year folks sometimes get caught up in in that and, and it's okay it's okay to celebrate it's okay to go out and display these lights uh, that represent that shining light that came over bethlehem that shining light that was uh the guide for these shepherds that came and paid homage and worshiped it was an amazing time with that birth and that's what happened in bethlehem or uh, over 2000 plus years ago when jesus our heavenly father put on flesh and dwelt in that body jesus for us and for our salvation and a lot of people say well why would god need a body why would he need flesh he's a god and that's the whole thing right there that is the point right there that he is a god god cannot be killed a spirit cannot be killed he is that holy spirit that cannot die so he would need a body to come and die for us as we mentioned on that cross and spill that precious blood so that our sin debt will be paid in full. Not a partial payment, and not a percentage, but the whole payment. That means that whatever we have done, whatever you're holding on to, because you may think that uh, it's too bad or too evil, or there's no way anyone can ever forgive you, and we talked about there was no way you can forgive yourself, but Jesus has already done that. And and if we fast forward a little bit when he's on that cross and he's about to give up the ghost, um, his spirit, he says something very powerful in that departure. And that is, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they're doing. And that's an amazing, amazing demonstration of forgiveness. I mean, what Jesus went through, and I'm not going to go into details here right now because this is uh, the season to celebrate his life. There's no reason for you to hold on to anything, whatever it is that you have done. Just bring it up to God's attention. If he was able to forgive those folks that nailed him to the cross and that took his life that day, on that cross, he was able to forgive the torture that went behind that. He was able to forgive them wholeheartedly. And that means he can forgive you. He can forgive me. He can forgive humanity. For we do not know what we're doing. If we truly knew what we were doing and how our disobedience has gotten this world into a fallen, chaotic, fallen planet that we live in, and we would truly repent from whatever it is that we have done against God. However, we have disobeyed him. And, we, and we're based on the Ten Commandments, right? If we are told by our Heavenly Father that do not have any other gods before him, which is one of the commandments, we should not have any other gods before him. For the Lord is one. And what do we do? We go worship idols or we go worship other things, movie stars, celebrities. Then we're putting other gods before him and we break that commandment. If the Lord says do not uh, lie and we're constantly lying about things and little white lies, then we're disobeying him. 
and we break all the commandments. So folks, those are just two examples, right? But if we disobey him, that's what gets us into that this foreign, chaotic world and sometimes even hostile planet that we live in. However, thank God that he gave his only begotten son, which is what we celebrate now on Christmas Day. This is one of the highest, most important times. Christian faith, which is celebrating Christmas for that reason. For that reason. And again, I get it. You know, we sometimes get focused on the gift swapping, the travel, the the meals, the preparations, the the festivities, the lighting, the de- de- decorating our our homes, and uh, it, it's an amazing time, right? We we should continue to celebrate and have joy with one another, and rejoice and celebrate with our friends, families, and children, grandchildren. And even our neighbors. That's okay. But we got to remember what the true celebration is all about. And as Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, coming to this world exactly for that purpose. To save us from our sinful nature and restore us to eternal life. Well, folks... I hope this message has touched each and every one of you in a way that it has touched me. Uh, again, I'm going to continue to do these as each season comes and uh, just highlight some certain things that maybe I hadn't go- gone over previously. Again, last last year was uh, on my way to New York and I shared uh, the scenery and uh, what an amazing example it was. Uh, so if you didn't get a chance to hear that one, please do hear the first season of uh, the gift that keeps on giving. Uh, as I approached, I was given um, an example of where remission is and how our debt has been paid in full. And I gave an example of, of that dinner that we had. So if you get a chance also hear remission by the blood of Jesus Christ. And uh, that explains how the blood works and how we can come to salvation from that, how our sin debt is paid in full. And as I was uh, giving that demonstration, I come to a toll booth and and there, that wasn't even planned. I I was just giving an example and that came up. That was all Holy Spirit, how he orchestrated the whole encounter. And I approached this lady on a, I don't even know her, I never met her. I haven't seen her, and I probably will never see her again. And then maybe if I do see her again, I won't recognize her because that was last year when we come up to the toll booth. And there uh, I was uh, going to pay my toll, and I was five cents short. And she was able to cover me, and I had given her a little Christmas uh, present for her just so, just to appreciate her generosity and for her stepping up and uh, she didn't want to take it, and obviously I, I moved on. But that was a Christmas gift to a stranger. And uh, what I learned from that is I want to encourage each and every one of you that um, if you're coming across someone that's in need, uh, go ahead and just pray over them. If you can't give them anything financially, if you can't give them uh, an extra coat that you have in your in your closet or or some clothing, shoes, whatever, right? However the Holy Spirit moves you uh, to help someone out there that's in need right now that... Uh, may not be uh, as fortunate as we are. And and if you can't, because you are financially uh, have other commitments and things of that nature, 
it's always good to pray, right? Just pray over somebody, give them a, a blessing that way. That's a gift. Well, on that note, I hope you enjoyed this message. Peace be with you. The peace of Christ be with you. I pray that this will be a time of joy for you and your families and your friends, neighbors, co-workers. Just cherish every moment that you can. Merry Christmas. Stay blessed.